So yeah, I'm John. I'm an addict and alcoholic, and my sobriety date is October the fifth of nineteen eighty six. So I've been around a while. I got to AA when I was young, um, and fortunately, I've stayed sober, and and that has allowed me to have a fantastic life. If I would have drunk again, then it would have all gone down the tubes. As we see happening for those of us who who hang around AA for a while you know we see that happening so yeah well, okay well Clifford Clifford cut to the short version of that Clifford and me and originally asked me to share on some other step some other week but now it's today in this step seven and I got to say that of all the steps in the original way that those are written humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings I mean I'm really glad that you guys read some other versions of that because I don't think there's any way at all that I could relate to to that uh, because I I'm a non-believer and I I don't really yeah I I just don't I just I just don't relate to that and I I think I should stay I, I should also say I'm probably not the best person at all to talk about steps because I think I don't think that steps are a panacea and I think that. There's a lot of obsessive compulsive thought in AA about steps and the importance of doing them, at, at least in traditional AA. And, and again, in secular AA, I, I think there's there's definitely two, you know, at least two ways of thought that, you know, the it's very, very important to work the steps. And then there are those of us, I think, who don't. I think there are elements in the steps which are very good, like the element of, okay, I don't drink one day at a time, like the element of, yeah, I'm making amends to people, like the element of helping other people and, yeah, staying sober. Um, but there's a lot in there that I think is uh, related to very Christian thought. And And let's go to this one in particular. So... You know, if I did these things, which I think it somehow is, is, is about sin, right? You know, I sinned and, you know, if I can be saved, then, you know, I won't sin anymore. It seems, you know, I was I was raised in Texas and there was a lot of very churchy stuff going on there, of course. And yeah, it just seems like this is kind of like a watered down version of salvation you know like uh okay if i do these steps i'm saved if i do these steps i'll be in a good mood if i do these steps my life will be full and meaningful if, and and if i don't of course there's always you know the uh the counter thought which is if i don't work the steps and there's threats you know it's like oh you know either you're going to drink or you're going to be a dry drunk or you're going to you know, something bad will happen to you if you don't follow these things to the letter. That's a lot of traditional A groups are that way. And and so for me, there again, there are there are some good elements in the steps. And and so I try to, you know, maybe take those out. But in this one, I, I don't see much. I would I guess I would say if if my if if I could paraphrase in some way i i would say that the step for me was you know would be like develop my sober self or develop my sober life uh and through not drinking and through other things um so 
you know, when I got to AA, I got to say, I was, I didn't have very strong personality development. Like many of us also, I didn't have much self-esteem. Uh, I didn't have very good social skills uh, because my, you know, when I drank and did drugs, I went, you know, fucking crazy. And I had like, let's say a doctor and Jekyll, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde personality. When I drank, I became a different person. And hang over the, the, uh, the whole, the whole drinking and drugging life was, was really insane. And, uh, I was insane. And so I had a shitty life and I hated myself and I hated other people. And it was, you know, I was miserable. So, you know, I, I also don't agree with the traditional AA concept of it's my personality defects somehow that caused me to be an alcoholic or that are very, you know, there's this whole character defect thing that my take is that alcoholism is a kind of an illness and that there's a definitely a, uh, a genetic component to the illness. And so if there is this genetic component, then, you know, is it really, you know, my problem was not me. My problem was alcohol. As soon as I stopped the alcohol and drugs, then things gradually, and it was very slow at first, of course, because I was a wreck, because I had, you know, I was just used to getting high all the time and, and I didn't immediately change things uh, in my life. But as long as I didn't drink, as long as I didn't do, do drugs, things slowly but surely got better. And I think it's that way for very, very many people in a, and, you know, so I, I don't really think that, that, you know, people in recovery have any more character defects or uh, have any more shortcomings than any other human beings. I don't see why we should, uh, but that doesn't mean that I don't, I, you know, I mean, of course I have shortcomings, of course, you know, nobody's perfect, right? Um, so there are things in AA that helped me because, for me, AA is not a spiritual program. It's a practical program. And the, the first practical thing was like not drinking one day at a time. And then there are all these behavioral things, which are also good. Um, and I think, you know, so for me, there are character traits or care. Let's see. Maybe it's negative emotions more than character traits, which I have to really watch out for. And, and, and I guess I also have to take, you know, watch, you know, that I'm taking good care of myself. So if you go to the book Living Sober, which for me is the best of the, of the regular AA books, there's this, there's, you know, the thing about hungry, angry, lonely, and tired. You know, if I take good care of myself and I get enough sleep and, and I eat well, but not too much, and I... And anger is a big thing. And, and I the, remember the chapter in that Living Sober about anger is, is really good, you know, uh, because it, there's a little, they're like, it lists a lot of different forms of, of anger. 
I don't know, like sarcasm, like, uh, and I forget the, I forget the list. I haven't read the book in a long time either, but, but, you know, it, it, it's good. And, and for me, you know, I don't want to be an angry person. And so in my relationships with other people, you know, I want them to work well. And, you know, when, you know, staying sober is, is easy and, you know, being, relaxed and calm and you know cool is easy when things go my way but when things don't go my way when people piss me off when the people at work are assholes when i don't know people in aa are assholes when when you know i have uh, in french we say accrochage when we have like uh yeah, like arguments or whatever with other people well it's like how can how can we come, how can, for me, I come out of those? Because I, I don't want to be like the angry guy, you know, that's one thing I want to stay away, away from. And, and, but it also doesn't mean that I'm a doormat, you know, that I let, let people take advantage of me, you know, like setting clear boundaries with other people is also very important. Um, and, you know, all this kind of stuff I learned because I'm sober and because I hang around people in AA and, and there's a lot of different talk about all these kind of behavioral things. Um, the other thing that's really good that, and I think it, it's either in the big book or one of the regular A books is this thing about restraint of tongue and pen, you know? And for me, when I deal with other people and we're in difficult situations, I think my initial tendency is just to like, let people have, you know, because I don't tend to be, at least at this point in my life, a shy person. And, you know, I'm just going to let people walk over me. I tend to be maybe sometimes overreactive. And, uh, and if I'm, again, not in a good mindset or whatever, then I can react, you know, very, very strongly. And I've had, you know, over the years, I've had very, very strong arguments and disagreements with other people. But, you know, arguments and disagreements, that's, that those are part of life. The thing for me is how do I handle stuff as maybe a mature person instead of a, yeah, instead of just like completely flying off the handle and just going crazy and, you know, and, and then what do I do, you know, when something, when that happens, hopefully at this point in my life, I'm able to learn from my mistakes. And, and I think that's another important thing in sobriety is that, yeah, I'm, I make mistakes all the time and that's okay. And that doesn't hit my self-esteem, but you know, when I make a mistake, you know, I generally know it and I, and I want to try and learn from, learn from mistakes. And so mm, I remember I had a, uh, when I'm down in Sicily, I, I think about this fairly often because I had a, an, a huge argument with a, with an Italian woman who was like working for us on this house and taking care of it. And, and she's also a yoga teacher, so she's supposed to be, of course, very spiritual. And but anyway, we had, I had a, I had a big. We had we had three dogs down here at the time, and one of the dogs just completely attacked the uh, the other dogs, and and she was like tried to blame it on me, and I just got you know furious, and and you know just like, and I just blew up at this lady, and then I called her a stronza, which is a really mean Italian word, and, and you know, I'm just like, and you know, and, and my partner was there when I had this thing, he's like, I've never seen you like that, why did you do that, you know, and, 
And so, and I was like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. And okay. So, you know, I did apologize to the woman for a while. I didn't really speak to her, but then, you know, you got to kind of like figure, is it really worth it? You know, just be like holding all that shit in. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to have these kind of anger and resentments of people all the time. You know, that, at that, uh, that goes without saying, however, that that person, you know, because of the way that she treated me, uh, I, I keep her pretty much at arm's length and I spoke to her and she has COVID now and I called her and said, I hope she's okay. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't, again, it just is different. And, you know, over time that, you know, that shit will, that shit will change. But for me, a lot of times, and again, I go back to restraint of tongue and pen, and I also remember, you know, I've written things to people and once stuff is written, whether it's, you know, I used to get like at work, I used to get in these fucking email wars with people, you know, it's like, da, 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 da. And then I realized, you know, at some point, if you want to solve some kind of disagreement with somebody, email is definitely not the way to do it. It's like, call the person up, talk to the person and resolve the issue, you know? So, you know, I like, I like to have, I like to be transparent about who I am and what I think. And yeah, it's, it's good. You know, it's funny in the, in the meeting, and this is another thing about steps. That's not step seven in particular, but in the, in the, we started the, uh, we started the secular meeting in, in Paris, like 15 or 20 years ago with a few of us. And over the years it's evolved and then we had the COVID and all this stuff. And, and when we started that meeting, we used the steps, which they were like, I think they were called the agnostic 12 steps. And the meeting was called the agnostics meeting. And then, uh, and they always read the steps and, and all this stuff. And I got really sick of hearing those, those steps, just, basically just the regular steps, just with the word God removed. And um, so uh, one, I took the, I took the meeting back over as the leader right after COVID. And, and then there was somebody else who said, well, let's, let's read these practical 12 steps sometimes. So we just like printed them up and started reading those. And then this woman got furious. She said, why are we not reading the agnostic steps? And I was like, well, I don't know. Come to the business meeting and we'll talk about it. And she like threw a fit. You've changed the meeting. You've done this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, you know, we can, I guess we can just vote on it. And so the, the, the compromise that, that we came up with, and it made her even more furious, is that now we don't read any steps in the meeting. We just read the preamble and we go on with the meeting. So, and she's like, I will never come to this meeting again. And so I was like, well, you know, I don't know why people are like that. But on the other hand, you know, I can understand because I can't, I can't go to regular AA anymore and hear that same stuff that I heard for so many years. Um, maybe I'm digressing from, from, yeah, step seven. I don't know. Uh, I think I've, I've said pretty much um, most of what I wanted to say, but in, but again, the question for me is, you know, how do I continue to develop my sober life or my sober self, my sober personality? 
And it is really, in the end, somehow all about balance. It's all about health. It's like taking good care of myself, having close friends, and, and you know, going to meetings and, and having the connection with sober people is very, very important, a continuing connection. Um, and these meetings, uh, the, the Zoom meetings have been wonderful because they've connected us in ways that we were never connected before. Uh, with people we've never, who are not in our own communities and, and, and the result has been a strengthening by, you know, for me is like unfathomable that, you know, there are so many of us who look at things in a different way than the people in AA, regular AA look at it at that, you know, it's for me, it's so much more honest. It's so much more transparent. And I don't feel like I have to repeat some kind of dogma or yes, that, that everyone is, is telling their own truth, which it's for me is so refreshing than, than having to read out of the big book, for example, or out of the 12 and 12 and the stuff that, you know, at some point for me, after so many meetings, <laughs> you know, and not really having the so-called higher power and not really, you know, doing all the stuff, I just, you know, it just became that it's very, very difficult to relate to. So for me, an important part of continuing to develop my sober self is to continue to be active in the secular AA program. As, as I said, I don't go anymore to traditional AA, even though there's very nice people there. And one of my closest friends is, you know, a, you know, a devout Episcopalian and, you know, she, and, and, uh, you know, we're, we're very close, but, you know, I, and she goes all the time to those meetings, but I, I just, I don't get anything out of it. And other than, and I feel also like, when I hear stuff, I have to like kind of out myself, like I'm an atheist and I don't believe that. So I don't believe in a higher power. And you know, it's like, oh God. And then you get into an argument and then people will say, oh, yeah, it's just, it just became too much effort for me. And that's why I'm so glad these Zoom meetings are here. But on the other hand, uh, there is, there is a bit of, um, it, it's, it is different than, than going to a regular AA meeting where I have to put in the work to go there. I have to go early. I have to actually listen to people and you know, pretty much sit in the meeting the whole time. And I can't just turn off my camera or whatever and clean the house or, or you know, I don't know, look at, <laughs> look at another screen and see what's going on there. You know, this this is really good. And and I and I've uh, I've I've enjoyed this and it's really enriched my sobriety. Um, but I think we, we have to, in, in order to, for me to help reevaluate myself and my shortcomings or whatever, it's, it's so important to know what other people go through, what other, how other people are dealing with a sober life. Cause really, isn't that what it's all about is that, I mean, normal people, if they need to, you know, if they're, you know, worried about something or or they're angry or whatever they can just like you know go have a cocktail and relax well we don't have that luxury you know i don't have that luxury that would be disastrous so i have to 
live one day at a time with the mistakes I make, with my shortcomings. And, and you know, I don't think my shortcomings are going to go away, but it's something, you know, that, yeah, that it's not a big deal. Okay, I have a shortcoming, so what? I mean, I think that was another thing is that, you know, I wanted to be, there's this thing about, you know, being better than somebody or being worse than somebody now. Can I just be me? Can I just be transparent? You know, I, I, most of the time I like myself. Most of the time I, uh, my relations with people are pretty good. You know, I have friends and I have very close friends in AA and, and less friends outside of AA, but also friends outside of AA. And again, the, the most important thing for me, or one of the most important things is to have good relationships with other people. And that's something that has to be constantly worked with, worked at. I've been with my partner for 20 something years, 24 years, and it's still a relationship that, you know, I have to work at. And, uh, you know, there are times where it, you know, it was definitely not going well at all to the point where we separated, you know, but with some therapy and, you know, with some help and with the love that we felt for each other. Um, well, we got back together and, you know, and that's been a few years ago now too. So again, I guess what I want to say is that uh, my life is great because I'm clean and sober and everything that I can do to support my clean and sober life works. It doesn't have to be a narrow thing written in 12 sentences or in books or, but, but, but I, but those, some different books have helped at different times. And I mentioned living sober and, you know, like in a lot of the meetings I go to, we read Joe C's book and some of the, sometimes I hate those readings and sometimes I think they're really spot on. And so there are so many resources now available for those of us who have this illness. And so there's no reason to go back out. There's no reason to, uh, uh, there's, I mean, there's always a reason to go back out, but it, there's never a good one. What The one that's good enough. Uh, and and there is so much uh, so much help out there. So if you're new and if you're you know you're like unsure of is this for me or not for me, and I would say, well, what people have always said, you know, people do not come to AA by some mistake, you know. Or <laughs> people said people don't come to AA because we sang too loud in church. We all came here because we were miserable. Again, like I said, I hated myself. I hated other people. I hated my fucking life. And yeah, it was because, but you know, I, I, I did it to myself. I was self-destructive to the max. And the fact that I'm, you know, just the fact that I made it out of my twenties, I mean, that's a fucking miracle, you know? And, but then as long as I didn't drink, there were solutions to be found. And, and those solutions for me are in other people that other people have helped me so much to develop my sober self, to develop my personality, to help me. That you know, the good thing about hey, people is you're not going to shock anybody what you tell them, and and you know, no matter what you've done, you know, it's like if it's the right person, they'll most most people in AA are willing to help other people. There are some psychotic uh, nuts as well so be you know be careful <laughs> but uh 
but uh, there are there are many healthy people, and and the people that I relate to the most, the people that I've become connected to the most, are those of you in these in these secular meetings, and I'm very happy to be a part of those, and yeah, to continue to uh, to develop my sober life, my sober self that way. So that's it for me, guys. I hope I've helped somebody and i hope i've made some sense thanks <laughs>